I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freud, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little tired. It's the end of a day, end of a week, but... Yeah, and dark. I'm still adjusting to <laughs> to daylight savings. Like, how much longer can I use this as an excuse? Please, someone let well, me know. <laughs> well, pretty soon the days are going to start getting longer again, and you'll be mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, about five more weeks or so. Yeah. So... Is there anything that you like about the fact that it's darker more? Um, well, I mean, I once a friend once said to me that she's like, what if you embraced the season and like used it as an opportunity to to like feel more like cozy at home? Yes. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, and... So, yes, I guess I'll go with that. <laughs> your lights, your lights well, on your trees. My lights, but I don't have them on yet. I I, I will not oh, actually... Right. I did I did share with you that I... um We had a nice... Like, I've officially become my, my dad, right? Like, there's that commercial, that insurance commercial yep. about becoming your parents. So I've officially become my dad. When you get, like, a nice fall day that's above 70, you are obligated to put your holiday lights up. Um, exactly. So we did that. <laughs> and that night we left them on. Okay. But now I have, let's see, by the time this podcast comes out, I'll have like one more week until the oh, day, all right. the night of Thanksgiving, I'll probably put them on. But see, I do love I that. Had, I do love that. If I had mine on my tree, my one tree, I would just have them on. Yeah. And so you get to see it. So when you're having dinner, you look out and it's there and it's just very warm and beautiful and you know, the most wonderful time of the year stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is the positive of it. And I, and I do like, and I said this before, I do like the fact that it's a little bit brighter in the morning because I can get my walk in a little bit earlier than like 7.30 type of thing where it's still, it's too late for me to start walking. Yes, I am happy for you on that front. Good. <laughs> Good. Now, I will tell you that I've been walking and I'm still waiting for it to be something I look forward to. Yeah. There are aspects of it that I do look forward to. Yeah. I love not all of it. Yet. I love it. I wish I could get out alone to do that. I know oh, if yeah, what, I the mornings that I do go out, it's like, can I come? Can I come? It's like, oh, yes, you can come. But it's not quite what I had planned. You yeah. Know? No. I love the fact that, you know, I'm out there and it's just a time to, you know, listen to something as I'm walking that I want to focus on or just think. Yeah. It's, it's a good time mm-hmm. to be out there. And it's interesting because I'm seeing this. Is, I'm I'm telling you right now because this is the I've seen three seasons. Mm-hmm. Well, this I think the season of November should just be one of its own. It's just like mud and gray. Yeah, because there's the leaves are gone. It's just gray. It's damp. I'm not seeing anything that really is speaking to me right now. But I shouldn't be so hard on it because pretty soon I guess we'll we'll see what it looks like. You'll have to get to some uh, some snowshoes and you can take it oh. next level. Yeah. Ooh, wow. That's a workout, too. That'd be nice. Yeah. I have to think about that. So today, we talked about it last week that our topic for today was going to be winners and losers. Mm-hmm. So when I was writing this, I'm like, I don't want to be focusing on losers. Because that's not nice. But what I did start thinking about was there are different types of people there are different characteristics in people 
And, and I was trying to figure out, so why do some people win or accomplish more or have a fulfilled life and others don't? And what I came down to was, it's an inside job. It's all about your thought process. And that it's not, you know, the fact that, well, I had all the right connections and was born in the right place. And those things can certainly help you. But you could have all of those things and still not achieve what you want to achieve because your mindset was wrong. Mm-hmm. So when, I, when you first got my post, what were you thinking? I didn't really know what to expect. Um, How do I keep David from focusing yeah. <laughs> on losers, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I had no idea where you're going with this, but, um, you know, I think it's, I, I understand completely what, what you're, what you're saying. And, you know, I think we have talked a little bit about, I think we have an episode called it's an inside job. Um, we do. but I mean, uh, Really, it all comes down to mindset and to, right. um, you know, like we've talked about the importance of deciding that you're going to do yes. something and, and doing it and not making excuses. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mentioned to you before we hit record that I will not do the uh, stereotypical millennial thing and say everyone gets a trophy. <laughs> Well, part of it is because you're not the stereotypical millennial. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like I need to like state that up front here. Um, but I think that everyone has the capacity and the yes. the ability to be a quote winner, right? I, I mean, yes. we're using yes. that term loosely. Winner yes. is yeah. is kind of an overarching term for achieving whatever it is that, you know, you're looking to achieve. Um, we talked about last week that, you know, we weren't defining success for anyone because right. that's very personal. Right. And I think we're doing that it's again here. Personal. So, um, exactly. I, you know, we're using the word winner because it's easy, um, for yeah. us to convey our message, but it's really about it, whatever it's personal. Right. And it, it fit into the, the world we're living in right now. And as I kind of go through, you know, with this post-election, whatever, we're in right now in this country. Some of these things will will be born out of of you know my thoughts regarding it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I I pulled out three specific things in in my post this that went out this morning specific to the the topic of of winners and and those who don't win, otherwise known as <laughs> losers. But okay, I won't say it too much. I promise. <laughs> so part of it is a mindset of being selfless or selfish. Mm-hmm. And, and I shared an experience in the post this morning where there was a young man who was desperately trying to, he actually had control of an organization. He wanted to maintain it at all cost. And it was coming down to, and he had made some, some rather poor decisions and, and, and word had gotten out in, the, in this organization of some decisions that he made that weren't right. And he was challenging some very beloved um, people within the organization and I and I reached and I and I kind of shared my thoughts, and so he reached out. and He goes, "Can I talk to you?" And I'm like, "You know, well, I don't know if we need to have a conversation." Well, you don't know all the facts, and you know, and he went on and on. And I just so my reply to him was this: You could actually win this position that you're trying to get or keep, but lose in the end. Mm-hmm. 
Blind ambition may give someone a chance to win something, but in the end they lose because the downside of the win is greater than the upside. And whenever we're pursuing something with a selfish motive, we don't win, we lose. We may not feel that way at the beginning. We may be so thrilled that we, we won, we, we got what we wanted. But what did we give up? To achieve that uh, kind of gets into the we when we did some podcasts on character. Mm-hmm. You know, there have to be some absolutes in our lives of things that we won't ever do. And for me, one of the things is I don't ever want to win if somebody else loses. If I'm going to win, if I'm it, so again, it needs that that concept of being selfless versus selfish. The other one was actions versus dreams. You know, and we've we've all heard the adage. You know, the dream is free, but the journey isn't. Right. And there are people that have these great dreams, but they don't do anything. You know, they kind of wait for their ship to come in. They wait for, you know, it's kind of like someday I'm going to win the lottery. And <laughs> But are you even buying a ticket? And some folks sit there, it's almost as if they're hoping that they're going to win the lottery, but they haven't even gone to buy a ticket. Now, I'm not a lottery person by any means. Never bought a lottery ticket in my life. I remember at some of our, our, our um, Christmas gatherings, we would get, you know, I would get like a lottery ticket and I'd bring it home and I'd say, what do I do with this? I don't even, you know, I don't, do I scratch them all off? Do I scratch? Anyways, so I'm not supporting the lottery by any means, but I'm saying is get up and do something. Mm-hmm. People that are winners, people that are high achievers have a bias for action. And they don't get up in the morning, every morning, saying, wow, I love doing this. Some mornings they get up and they say, I hate doing this, but Mm -hmm. they still do it. Mm -hmm. Whereas other people that don't have that bias for action sit and wait for the feeling to come. It never does. It's kind of like if you wait for a feeling to come to exercise, you may never exercise. I'm walking not because I enjoy going out, you know, when it's finally light enough to not get hit by a truck. Now, I know you're telling me that someday I'm really going to start to enjoy it. I believe you. I believe you. But I'm also going to say this. I remember um, when I was a toolmaker's apprentice, I worked at a company and my brother was a toolmaker there. And I was complaining one morning about getting up so early. And he said to me, he goes, don't worry, Dave, you'll get used to it. Yeah, no, I probably won't. That was 40 years ago. I'm still not used to it, but I do it. (laughs) I still set the alarm and I get up Mm -hmm. because if I want to achieve something, I have to get in the game, so to speak. Um, We talked about this one, preparing versus repairing. Mm -hmm. You know, folks that achieve things, and that's why it's easy to just call them winners, they plan for success. Right. It doesn't just happen. Organizations right. that are extremely successful plan for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just happen. Well, it doesn't, it, because it doesn't happen. It's not like one day you are not successful and then the next morning you wake up and you are successful or you, or you have achieved what you're looking to achieve or whatever it may be. It's that you take small steps, you know, every day, mm-hmm. every week, every month, every year to get to that point to get where you are so it's you know if you have a goal 
of say you want to run, you know, say you're out on one of your walks and you decide that you are going to run a half marathon next year. Yeah. It's like you got the walking part down and now you're going to start tomorrow. You're going to walk a little faster, walk a little faster. Then you're going to start running and then you're going to run farther. It's like you, you break, you plan to break down those steps and have those many successes along the way. Right. And that's how you achieve things. It's not like you achieve them in one big bite. Exactly. And without the little steps, you're never going to achieve it. Mm-hmm. You can guarantee failure just by not doing anything. So, so and then I, we, we had a list of phrases that, that I sent you. And so I know you highlighted some. So what are your favorites? When you look down through that list, mm-hmm. which ones were the ones that jumped out at you? So these are this, what we're talking about here, folks, is the mindset of, of someone that will, for, for easy way to put it, the winner's mindset. So I, I chose three out of this long list that you shared. Um, so I chose the winner sees an answer for every problem not a problem mm. for every answer. Yes. So why, you know what you're doing? You, you, I think you just saw my list. I, I say, I'm glad I got to go first <laughs> because I was really worried that you're going to be like, oh, here are my three. And I would say. No, I had more than three. So I guess we're <laughs> still okay. So what, tell me why. I, I mean, I just think that the winner's mindset is opportunity focused. Yep. Yes. Um, Right. And we've talked about that given the the world we're living in right now. I mean, right. a lot of this, a lot of this was, you know, inevitable. Um, yeah. You know, some maybe, you know, what, some of it could have been prevented. It, whatever. We're not going to argue about that. Um, right. But we've found opportunities. And, you know, I look at look at you. You could have said, well, my career is over. I travel yep. around coaching and I travel around town training or I bring people Mm -hmm. in and I train them. Oh, you know, this is over for me. Well, no, instead you said, all right, this is a problem. But my answer is I'm taking this digital. I'm going to, I'm going to find tools to help me and I'm going to learn new skills and I'm going to probably fall down once or twice and, and build back stronger. And that's exactly what, what you've done. Um, I had one of those falling down things (laughs) yesterday. Trust me. Man, I was facilitating a uh, a class, and for whatever reason, I could not get my screens to share the way I wanted to. You so, should have called me. <laughs> I should have, well, you know, the, yeah, I should have called you. I, you know, the folks, I think the folks still had a, a good a good lesson because the, the, the feedback was fine, mm-hmm. and they just knew that it's just Dave. Let's humor him. <laughs> Poor soul. Okay. Yeah, so some people are paralyzed by problems and others mm-hmm. say there's an answer. We just don't know what it is yet. Yeah. There is a cure for cancer. We just haven't found it yet. Mm-hmm. And when you believe that there's an answer, you're more likely to find it. And I think okay, that so- that mindset, like that's something that you exercise, right? It's like absolutely the more you do it, the, right. m- the more natural it becomes. So yes. some, you might have to kind of like, force it in the beginning right, right. Like, oh this problem this problem and then be yeah. like oh dave said i have to find a solution or an answer um and, and then you start it becomes your natural tendency <laughs> and you know i don't want to have to let people think that that i've mastered this by any no. means you talk to my family 
My family actually joked the other night. So after we recorded on, we recorded Monday night, I, I, I went up to have dinner and they were joking that they were going to be, uh, what was it? Tim said, um, we're going to publish a post called The Last Page. <laughs> and, the, and this is the truth about Dave. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Oh, so, so there is, there is the truth side, you know, that yeah. not that I'm ever trying to, I'm never trying to mislead people, but you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. No. And there's days when I just say, well, we can't. And it's my wife that says, okay, come on, let's think about this. Mm-hmm. So what was your second one? My um, second one was that winners believe in win-win, not that one person mm. wins and another has to lose. Okay, very good. Yeah, that's good. And, and why? Uh, you know, I, I think that when you look for win-win, you bring people, you know, kind of under, depending on your position and role, either you bring them kind of under your wing or they join your team or you kind of have that buy-in and it, it it just shows that like, Hey, I'm here for like the better of the group or the better of the organization. Kind of like you mentioned earlier, it's like you can succeed or quote win, but then lose so much as a result of it. So I think that kind of combats that when you're looking for win-win, you're, you're collaborating, you're thinking creatively, you're working with other people and showing that you care. Absolutely. Good. And what's your third one? My third one was the last one, um, that winners make it happen, not let it happen. Oh, that is really good. Mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it comes down to just putting in putting in the work and um, not letting those stumbles get in the way or, or, or permanently bring you down, right? I mean, with the winner's mindset, you know, you're you're going to do it one way and say you hit an obstacle and then you, you know, find a solution or an answer to that problem and you keep going. It kind of brings, it kind of took everything from the list above it, which was extensive and just said, you know, right. winners are going to make it happen. Um, it may not be the way they thought it was going to happen, but sure, you know, they're, they're going to deliver. Excellent. So I'm, I have more than three left. So we only had one that was the same. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And that was the first, the first one. one. Okay. So, yeah. So the, the first one that I'll say for myself is uh, the winners say it may be difficult, but possible. Others mm-hmm. say it may be possible, but too difficult. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of similar to the one before. But, you know, just saying that I've, and I've used this phrase in the past. There's, you know, we have to transition to how can I, not can I or can't I. Mm-hmm. And that just that 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 constant optimism, and that's different than positivity. Optimism is something much deeper than positivity. Optimism believes that there is a solution to it. I just haven't found it yet. Um, I also love the one that said, "Winners say I must do something. Others say something must be done." And 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 this one really spoke to me because there's so many people saying somebody needs to do something. You know, we, somebody, you know, we need to fix our community. We need to, so do it. Be the change you want to see in people. That's what Gandhi said. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and are we living out our values in such a way that people say, hey, yeah, I'll help you do that. And you can begin a movement by just sharing 
with others that they matter, that they value, and, and trying to help everyone achieve something more than they thought they could achieve on their own. So that's kind of where, where that one was coming from. Um, winners see possibilities versus problems. That's kind of similar. This is probably my favorite. Winners are like a thermostat. Others are thermometers. I had a feeling you'd choose that one. Yeah, because I think I wrote about that once, mm-hmm. thermostats and thermometers. I don't, I don't want to be a person that tells everybody what the temperature is. I'd rather have my life be one that's lived where I set the temperature for other people. And maintain and have, the temperature. And maintain it. Mm-hmm. You know, and getting people to, to think more positively. Now, trust me, folks, I have my moments where I am like, oh, woe is me and... You know, I'm not saying I sit in a corner and wish I could die, but I have days when I'm just really, really down. Mm -hmm. That happens. You know, I'm getting into, even though it is the most wonderful time of the year. And so one of my difficulties right now with all this darkness is we don't have enough decorations up. In fact, we don't have any decorations up other than our harvest ones with some gourds and things. And I'm not blaming anybody at my house. It's my own fault because I haven't done anything. Um... But as soon as I start seeing things that speak to my heart more, right, then the darkness won't be quite as bad. Mm-hmm. So the lesson in that is when we're down, find the things that will pick us up. And don't expect other people to change your temperature. I don't know if I've ever shared this on a podcast, but one of, John Maxwell shares this frequently um, in, in some of his teachings. And he, he talked about the fact that when he and his wife were married a few years, might have been five, ten years, I don't remember the details, but um, he was going to go speak at a conference and she was going to be there as well. And there's this, they were both brought up on the, the, the stage area to be interviewed. And he's, he, somebody says to his wife, Margaret, so Margaret, does John make you happy? And he thought, oh, here, this is going to be my, you know, this shining <laughs> moment. And she said, oh, no. And he's like, What? And she said, John doesn't make me happy. I make me happy. Mm-hmm. It's not John's job to make me happy. Right. That's the thing. If you're not a happy person where you are, you'll never be happy. Right. And no one can make you. So that kind of gets into that thermostat and thermometer. The last one that I had here was um, winners choose what they say. And I'm going to say it right here. Losers say what they choose. If we would only realize how much what we say, what we text, what we tweet does to screw up our life. People just don't realize that just being stupid, you, that you just, just because you have a right to say something doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. Certain things just should not be said or, or tweeted or messaged or posted. You know, I, not everybody wants to know exactly what you're feeling all the time. And the more you do that, it really becomes a, an Im, it, it really becomes your image of who you are, and it really be and so that so then one of the other things that I put in here was this. So how do we know what category we're in? And I think if you just start thinking about these questions that you and I highlight or statements, are you more positive or are you more negative? Mm-hmm. Do you see issues or do you see opportunities? Do you find yourself complaining more than saying, this isn't so bad? 
And if you're on the negative view of so many things, it's going to be lived out in your life and you won't be able to achieve the things you wished you could have achieved. There were some other things on this list too. You 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 really liked um going to middle bottom part of that first page number 1. Why don't you share that one? Mhm. Um so you're referring to the winners get in the game. That one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um you you said that you got this from was it Ink Magazine? That was an Ink Magazine article. Okay, I've seen about points. Winners yep. um plan and prepare to win. So I had highlighted that winners step up and ask, how can I add value and excitement to the game? Um, And it's really about, you know, not necessarily even like waiting for an invitation to get involved, but to say like, hey, I'm here, I'm ready to get off the sidelines. Like, I want to be part of this. Um, how, How can I help? You know, if there's something exciting going on at work that maybe like you're not directly on the team, but you think you have something that you can bring to the table, like that's your chance to step up and ask to to join. And what's the yeah. worst that could happen? Like they tell you no, right? I mean, but not many of us are in a position to uh, decline <laughs> talent and skill and help from, yes. from someone who is willingly interested. Exactly. So, I mean, it's kind of, um, you know, letting go of that hesitation or some of that. Right negative self-talk again bringing it back to that you know it's really an inside job and just saying not necessarily waiting for that invitation and if invitation comes great and you're interested seize it but if you're on the sidelines saying like that's something i want to be part of ask show up right put in the game yeah show up and Mm -hmm. ask to be put in the game volunteer Mm -hmm. to help Mm -hmm. and sometimes let's say somebody says well my organization won't let me help well, the, I'll guarantee there's a lot of volunteer organizations that you could help mm-hmm. and begin to hone your skills and develop something for a resume, so to speak, um, by working with, I know you work with different charities and not-for-profits, and I do mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm extremely active in, in my church. And so those are areas where you can exercise your skill sets, your giftedness, even if you're gainfully employed organization doesn't recognize it and because and remember this we're never good the first time but the more we do it the better we get mm-hmm. so that was great the The one that i picked on out of those was number four winners gratefully leverage the strength of others you know we we need to know our giftedness and that also means i need to know where i'm not gifted mm-hmm. and then i need to inspire and recruit other people to help me because maybe what I'm gifted in is something they're not gifted in and comp- and we complement each other because nothing worthwhile can be achieved by yourself. Another way to say it is one is too small of a number to achieve greatness. Mm-hmm. And greatness, I'm not talking about some earth-shattering thing. I'm just talking about achieving your, your, your maximum potential. Mm-hmm. You can't do it alone. What did I miss? I mean, I think we, I think we covered a lot. I still think that they're, you know, considering how personalized this would be for someone and, and how it really is a mindset. I mean, you could go in a million directions, I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I, 
I guess it's if you're trying to shift your mindset, then some self-reflection would would yes. be helpful, right? I mean, to, to kind of think yep. about, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, it's still November, but we are kind of inching closer to the end of the year. I know that, y- that you spend a lot of time throughout the month of December preparing yep. for the next year. And I, right. I, I feels like we just talked about this for 2019 going into yeah. 2020. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, now is not a bad time to start and to look at, okay, right. you know, what, what do I really want and mm-hmm. what do I want? to achieve or what, what did I hope to achieve in 2020 that maybe got sidelined or, or forgotten, um, that, that I'd like to carry over and think about how, how to make that happen. I think right now is, is tough. Um, because I mean, I, I know that I've made excuses for things not happening and just kind of pawned it off on 2020 and, um, some I, I will say I think some of that is legitimate <laughs> because sure. you know this year kind of took us for a tumble. Um, but you you know it's never too late to kind of get back and say okay like I wanted to do this in 2020 but I can you know get it done in 2021. Um, right. And just kind of decide like okay and maybe there's too many things right like maybe it's you've like well there's 20 things I wanted to do. Yeah, that's too many. That's too many. It's you. Right. What do you really, 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 really want? Exactly. As, as the Spice Girls would ask. Right. So, thinking about that, preparing for the end of of the year, and just deciding to make it happen, and find exactly who can who can help you. Right, like you just talked about. Um, whose strengths could you leverage? Who could help you with accountability? I mean look at what you've done, right? You've said you've been walking every day since April. So except when it rains, except when it rains. So I'm sure, yeah, you know, if it's, when, if it's raining hard, I'm not going to, but yes. yeah, but you know, I'm I sure I've endeavored to do it daily. Frida and Tim probably keep you honest with your, with your walking. And, um, sometimes I, I surprise my wife, like I'll come home. Yeah. And she'll say, did you, were you walking? Like, yes. I think you're inching closer and closer to that point of really liking it. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know when the when there's, you know, 25 mile an hour winds and it's 10 <laughs> degrees, but but I don't mind that cuz I I like being outside. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. Yeah. I I and so it, that's kind of what I'm where I'm thinking, you know, we kind of okay, Good. what we might be missing here. Yeah, I think, and I, I agree 100%, that reflection piece, and you tied it in beautifully with where we are in the time of the year, you know, begin to start thinking about those things. Mm-hmm. And if it comes up with, if, you, if when you start to reflect, your reflection is negative, predominantly negative, you need to figure out how do I shift that to a positive mindset. And then you need to identify those things in your life that bring you joy, that lift you up, that speak to your heart. It could be music, it could be people, whatever it is, make sure those things are close by because you need three positives for every negative Mm -hmm. just to stay balanced. Yep. So we've already gone over time. We're at 32 minutes. That's a long long one. Yes. Any preview for next week? Have no clue. All right. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. 
Okay. I guarantee we won't talk about winners and losers. How's that? <laughs> we did that. Right. So with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was The Next Page.